All right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Devi and Sajjano, welcome to the very second episode of Untold Tales present Karwa, the live jive, and we have a very, very special guest with us, who is a poet, a performer, a keynote and TEDx speaker, a podcaster at such a young age, and Tuhina Raj is, the also, is also the founder of or the creator of the page Words of Worth. She started the page in 2016 and she already has around 166,000 followers. Wow, Tohina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Nandita, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> Our pleasure completely. So I am going to begin with my first question, which is like, why the name Words of Earth? What is the secret behind that name? So um, I think the name is very telling about you as a person and what your interests are. And when you, tr I mean, name a project, a passion project, something it is supposed to mean something very deep to you. But I just came up, came up with this name when I was in college and I just knew that I wanted it to have a good ring to it so that people could remember. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted it to be, um, say, broad enough to be able to cover all that I wanted to write. So I just came up with the name I probably wanted to change it mm -hmm. sometime going forward but, but it just had stuck so words of worth literally is uh, me telling the world what I feel is important to me okay. and in the process trying to search if the same words have the same worth to you as well that's right. So not a very like well thought out name maybe mm -hmm. but I think it's got a good ring to it so I've just kept it yes. It definitely rings with many of us. And I would like to ask you, I was going through the quotes on your page and they are really, really profound, yet very simple, if I may say so. So uh, my thought process was like after reading your quote, like it really resonates with the common man. You know, you don't really have to mm -hmm. be a literally genius to literary genius to understand your quotes. It's very common and, and it resonates with you. So you have purposely kept it simple or can you recite a com uh, couple of quotes from your uh, page if you can oh yeah so I mean I'll tell you the thought process behind writing a certain way so mm. anything that you're putting out on social media is it it works because it's resonance based it's not working because people want to see what a genius you are or how beautifully you can write or okay. or you know um, for you to kind of showcase your flair that's mm -hmm. not really what people are looking for True. they're looking for a quick respite they're looking for something to read which rings a bell with them mm -hmm. which makes them ponder which makes which takes them away from the you know the superficiality of scrolling through things maybe yeah. so so i really never wanted to put something out which was too lengthy too difficult challenging mm -hmm. um i mean even though i might want to write something much more detailed and more um structured or more you know mm. closely abiding to the rules of literary mm. um i mean structures but i never wanted to do that on instagram because it's a simple platform which is not really meant for that kind of things if you want to do that you have blogs you can write it on medium yes. you can write it on any yeah. other platform yes. so um, my philosophy from the beginning was clear that i just wanted it to be these floating thoughts mm -hmm. i never wanted it to be anything to elaborate and I, I think that's the beauty of it like you know just an unfinished phrase with 
um, not too much in it. So I'll just kind of give you a couple examples. Yes. I have to go to my phone when, sure. when I'm talking. I don't sure, remember sure. No uh, a lot of what I've written, but I'll just give you an example for, mm-hmm. for for you know like the latest post that I have, which is imagining you as akin to remembering. Yeah. You know, it's it's it could, it could just be about somebody you haven't met for so long, and that that imagination is the only memory you have of some people. It's a it's a way of longing. I'm not saying it's profound or anything, but I just find the beauty in it to be, um, I mean, something that rings a bell with people, which makes them. I mean, I I think anybody who's reading this can at least remember one person who would they who they would have in their lives and who they haven't met in a while and who would who they would just remember by imagining. So, um, you know, things like these, I don't want it to be, um, I I am not a person who knows everything, who has everything figured out. I know my answers are getting very long, but I I just had to put this out. No, no, I mean, I'm not somebody who's a know-it-all and I don't want to approach writing with that, Mm. um, bent of mind that, you know, I'm I'm here to give you solutions. I'm Mm. not, I'm just here to take your mind onto a different tangent maybe something that you actively think about but don't really process that's right and uh, you said it's not very profound you know but I find profoundness in simple things and this was so simple yet so profound like remembering is akin to uh, what was it imagining you imagining is akin to remembering this is so 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 beautiful i would say and you if you ask me personally tohina i personally relate to very very simple things so if you look at my work also my writing it's very simple and what i have observed what i have studied is people relate more to simple things than profound things you know so my way of working is also you know uh, being in touch with the simple thing so on that note i would mm. also like to ask you that I read somewhere I heard somewhere and you talking I was looking through your videos and I uh, I, I heard you talking about you kept yourself anonymous for a long time because you said you didn't want to be tracked back so any particular reason about that uh, thinking simply because you know I have a problem with how social media is perceived mm, nowadays you know right. It's become a world of exhibitionists and voyeurists. Basically, there are people who exhibition or parade their lives mm. and try to showcase. And I, I don't think it's bad, but it's become an exhibitionist kind of a mm. setup where everyone's announcing like little, little things that are happening in their that's lives. That's right. Mostly the good bits, hiding the, um, you know, the murky bits, the 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 sad bits and only talking about a life which is um, close to imperfect because yeah. because you cannot have you cannot have all highs in every single day and uh, and there are a set of voyeurists who are consuming the exhibitionists content and thinking that um, their lives lack something because it's not as um, full of things to do or full of things to experience mm-hmm. as the other are and when I'm writing on social media or when I'm um, you know um, putting out a thought I don't want to be traced back to 
you know what my life is or who i am or what i'm saying i mean i mean um what i'm saying should be the focus it shouldn't be who i am what kind of a life i have where do i live am i am i a girl am i a boy i really didn't want that okay. and you know a lot of times Okay. Writing is such a personal thing, no? It's yes. such an intimate thing. When you're putting yes. it out into the world, you don't want. I mean, for example, I write something which is a little sad today. I don't want a friend coming and asking me what's going up with yes. going on with you, like yes. you're upset. I don't like that because writing is an art form. Okay, so it's just. I mean, for example, hmm. uh, I give this example everywhere, hmm. <laughs> but I think. the best way to communicate what i'm trying to say so for example if you see an actor playing a role mm-hmm. when you see um um say a nawazuddin mm-hmm. playing a sad guy on mm-hmm. screen mm-hmm. he is crying in the scene mm-hmm. he is upset mm-hmm. i don't know fighting with people mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that nawazuddin per se is mm-hmm. experiencing those emotions that's it's his right. character that's Absolutely. experiencing so when a writer is writing it's not you know necessary it's mm. that i am feeling those things i could have just assumed a character i could have been just uh, on a figment of my imagination and right. and it could be that part of me that's mm. trying to emote that it's not probably that tuhina is experiencing those things or yes. nandita is experiencing those yes. things so that segregation in writing doesn't come through i get this question so many times from people are you sad are you depressed yeah. are you <laughs> something like a lot of people will ask me every mm. time has something major really sad happened in your life for mm. you to be able to this way and i'm like no please don't reduce what i'm trying to do to me having some sort of personal experience with tragedy mm. so i think it does enrich your um, i mean world view and the way you present things if you Absolutely. had have experience something like that but i don't yeah. wish it upon anyone mm. to enhance their writing <laughs> and i don't really don't hope or i don't see it in a way that if anybody is able to emote very well mm. it's because something will happen to them it could mm. just be a skill it Absolutely. could just be something that you work hard for absolutely and like you said you know there it's not necessary that you have a heartbreak or you fall in love only then can you write beautiful lines you can write beautiful lines otherwise too but mostly what we have seen that people write about heartbreak or love and they've been in love or they have been heartbroken mm-hmm. and then they write about it so i'm not going to ask you that question you have already mm-hmm. got that question a lot of <laughs> <laughs> so on that note i want to ask you this thing because our show is all about art and art lovers our listeners are, are all art lovers i believe or simple people trying to connect to art so what do you have you know how has art impacted your life or what what role according to you art plays in anybody's life so i think um, you know um I think I've said this before also, mm. but art is the simplest of things. Whatever you do could be art. Mm. Writing an email could be art. Um, just tidying up your desk could be art. Um, just chopping up vegetables is also art. Yeah. Just when you're cooking every single day. Yeah. So there is. I don't think it's a separate thing. It's not an external influence in your life. It's something that can be found in your everyday simple things that you do. And it's just it just takes an eye or a perspective to know what really is art for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just there is beauty in doing 
the most simple of things in processing the most simple of emotions and i think um when you start viewing art as a very integral part of your life you don't escape it it's always been there people even there are a lot of people who claim they have no hobbies per se but you know if you're just humming to a song yeah. uh, which you remember from your childhood that's also art right like it's yes. it's just been with you how you process the world how you see it how you culturally understand context is all a part of art so i don't i don't think people need to you know in like our school t- school time a lot of people had this even now people have this thing that this is extracurriculars this is curricular yes. so what you're studying is what you're studying is your like your matter and extracurriculars may all the things that are actually feeding your soul are in, included in that yes. so i really feel that you know um this segregation at least in, in even if it's like semiotics or terminology yes. which is saying that this is um extra and this is curriculars yes. i think that needs to be done with because i don't think it serves a purpose because as i said it's art is so intrinsically involved in our lives that we don't we shouldn't be drawing it away or like telling it apart from the things that we do yes. um i think it's a very very important tool for your self expression every individual exists on the face of earth to tell people or to or to function in a way that impacts his her life or other people's lives so art is a tool for that yeah and i think it needs to be given a lot more importance at least in the indian subcontinent Absolutely. than it is given now yes. because um, although we have a lot of artists they are all closeted they are not given say the resources and the encouragement and also the monetary support that artists should be given for the work that they do absolutely agree with you but i would also like to add that uh, as compared to you know previous times or olden times we can see a lot of people you know getting connected to this form like art and they're coming out especially because of social media so it is a tool you know which we can use to our good or it can be you know like pros and cons of social media so it's completely up to you how you use it so there was a point you no, said I- yeah you're saying something no 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 i was saying that's so true so i was saying there was a point where you said humming to a tune can be an art too so that reminds yeah. me to heena that ladies and gentlemen if in case you don't know in case i didn't mention in my introduction she is a singer and a dancer too unfortunately on zoom call i can't ask her to dance <laughs> <laughs> but i can definitely yeah. definitely ask her to sing so uh, we want to hear a favorite song of yours uh, irrespective of the language you want to sing in that's very sweet mm-hmm. i should have thought of a song and kept it ready <laughs> but i i because I, i am asked to sing like in a couple of places but i never have a song figured out can okay. we do this like in the end, like in the end of the interview so Why that people not? who are watching can Absolutely. Okay, so people, yeah. there is some stake, some uh, suspense for you. We are going to have the song in the end. And let's see what song does uh, Truhina brings to us. So let's move on now, Truhina. I was really uh, inquisitive and intrigued about your, you know, work-life balance and your art, uh, your love for art balance. So what do you do? Please explain in detail to our audiences. I, of course, know what do you do and how do you manage the balance? 
um so with writing i've always had a full time job hmm. um i studied commerce at the shriram college of commerce in delhi okay. Okay. i'm yet to do my masters but uh, i've been working since my college uh, okay. graduation Okay. So I now work with Blue Tokai Coffee Roasters, which mm-hmm. is a coffee brand in India, specialty coffee brand with mm-hmm. a lot of cafes across India, mm-hmm. and I work as their brand manager. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's primarily what I do, and um, my role is that of a brand manager, as I just mentioned. So all the typical okay. things that follow with it, and um, Words of Worth is a project that's my passion project. So. Yes. So, so you can say that on weekdays I am involved with Blutokai, and on weekends I schedule all the projects that I have for uh, World the Word. Okay. Um. So do you yeah, drink a lot of coffee? <laughs> I have started drinking a lot of coffee ever since I was starting here okay. because I've understood that coffee is, like I said, a form of art. Like just to get the kind of flavor notes, because I'm now working with like. who take their coffee very seriously um i and i'm just like you know i'm understanding the nuances that mm-hmm. are there in like anything that you drink or anything that you eat so mm-hmm. flavors the delicacies mm-hmm. i mean how much um you know how it tastes on with milk without milk a, a oh. lot of these like fun things. so i'm just mm-hmm. getting to know all yeah. what is the work timing what is the work Sorry? timing what is the work timing regular it's a regular work uh, job so it's a full time job in the sense that i have to work from say um 10 to 6 7 okay um could be more could be less depending okay. on the work okay and um and i mean of course the balance bit that you spoke about mm-hmm. is difficult mm-hmm. because um it's not very easy to have a passion project to be equally mm-hmm. uh motivated to do both things because yeah. a full time job really does tire you out and i'm not talking about this organization per se mm-hmm. i was in banking before this okay. and that was also very tiring okay. so i mean irrespective of what you do um you have to um know that you know if something feeds your soul you make time for it that's mm-hmm. it's as simple as that that's so okay. i don't per se um try to force myself into i used to i used to do that but i don't do this now which mm. is to say social media because of its fast rate of consumption mm. makes you believe that you should be writing every single day that mm. you should be creating content every single day that every single day you should have a new talking point mm-hmm. a, a new fresh thing to add which is it is i mean it, it's impossible if you're an individual and a human being mm-hmm. and you will have your days where you cannot and just shouldn't write so i just take it in the same way that this is a pace that i decided for myself which is i will only write and say something if i think i have something of value and worth to say i will not keep dragging it on just because i feel just because i feel everyone else is doing it so yeah right now i've gotten that sort of clarity of thought but let's see how better i can Uh, or how much more i can write in the times to come <laughs> you seem to be such a sorted person at such young age i must say i must say because you know mm-hmm. social media is one place you know which like kinds of pressurizes you to do things especially when you've got so many uh, followers i was going to ask you this question that do you feel the pressure of doing it like every day 
just because a lot I, of people are looking up to you oh we need a coat for we need something from tohina so do you feel the pressure at times so i'll be very honest uh, for me most people know me through my social media handles mm-hmm. that's how that's how i am known to people mm-hmm. so my introduction to people has been through social media so i do feel there is there is this sort of of course there is this gratification that you get mm. when you yes. when you're doing well when you're um when the number of readers you have are growing when yes. uh, people are responding well to what you're writing yes. that that's a rush you i i will not deny that that's a mm. very um, that makes you feel very happy but at the same time i have to look at myself as an individual who also has other things to do in life as yes. a future to plan and who also has to take care of her mental health yes. so i've had a lot of times when i have thought about you know i felt bad about underperforming or not being able to write something every single day i've had that pressure i feel it okay. Okay. and um, you know just when you go on social media and like i recently spoke about it on my handle also okay. um one day i just opened linkedin and i just saw every single person doing something or the other they <laughs> achieved something <laughs> and you know it's a pandemic and you're just sitting in your room and just yeah. e- eating chips and just watching something <laughs> on netflix it just gets to you <laughs> yes. and you know um, and and uh, it's a very and i've just you know because i've been doing this for about 4 4 and a half years i've realized that um there is no such thing as a perfect pace as a as a perfect uh, growth trajectory it's yeah. it's about what makes you feel tick and i for once i used to pay a lot of attention to the number of followers people have like uh-huh. i used to see it and i you know wow i mean you know <laughs> hundreds and thousands of followers that's insane yes. Yes. but now what i'm actually looking at when i'm looking at someone's work it's also changed it's about what are they trying to say or what do they have to say what are they bringing to the table yes. i mean to with due respect you know i don't i'm not impressed by like like you know outfit changes in a video oh. i want to understand from you yeah. i want to understand from you what is your view about women who don't or who who can't wear the outfits that you are talking about to feel like a girl boss oh, like you okay. know mm-hmm. this this narrative on social media is so um trend oriented right mm-hmm. now when when so- when you know for example sushant's uh, passing away's news mm. came in everyone became a mental health advocate yes now now people are happy to troll each other mm. and cause other people mental health traumas because of that mm. so i am yeah. just talking about this narrative switch why is that yes. happening yes so for me what's not important is how many followers you have it's about mm. what you are trying to say do you have a concrete idea that you're trying to push every single day or yeah. i mean even when you're active are you saying something which is going to make a difference in people's lives absolutely so uh, i was th- that is such a beautiful thought and uh, you know uh, even i noticed that uh, whenever there is a hot topic in the market or in the news everybody seems to be having an opinion on that and that is just so I mean, kind of ridiculous if my if i may call it so uh, but uh, uh, no, you know it's important to have like your your views on topical issues hmm. but it shouldn't be a fair weather sort of a performative uh, yes yes, yes. that is just happening when there is a conversation about it and then for the whole year you shut and then you're just like picking up 
from yeah. whenever you think it's going to benefit you. Yes. And you know, I saw people uh, attacking their friends and uh, family. They, where were you when I was down? Where were you? You only talk like yeah. this, you know. So it was kind of, you know, it got very dirty in the public. Like uh, something else has happened and the whole focus was shifting somewhere else. So, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I was, uh, Doina, I was going through your TED talk and uh, first there are two questions related to, uh, to that. So first, um, how did that happen and how excited were you to do that? And number two, uh, in during the TED talk, I came across one portion where you have mentioned about one particular person who kind of contacted you, if you can recollect it, and that, you know, he was trying to do something extreme and how it changed for you or how you, your writing changed things for him. So please, these, these two questions I would like you to address. Sure, sure. So firstly, it was an honor to be giving a TEDx talk. Yes. Um, because I remember at college in my third year, I attended a TEDx talk. Mm -hmm. That was a like that was organized in my college, and I felt very inspired at the end yes. of it. Yeah. I had heard from from you know really really trail trailblazing people mm. and I felt um, so energized at the end of the day oh, so yes. when I got an opportunity to do this first mm. of all it was a huge huge honor yes. um, and I couldn't be happier than to be doing it in a medical school because okay. I was going to be addressing doctors like um, upcoming doctors which, which was school fancy. was it if I may ask yeah, so this was IGMCRI, Indira Gandhi Medical Center for Research, and um, hmm. I'm forgetting I what does I stand for, but okay, hmm. and it's in Pondicherry. Pondicherry. So I'm, I'm in Delhi, so I okay. flew down to Pondicherry oh, okay. to, um, to do this talk. It was like um, one of the first that I've done outside of Delhi, so it was okay. amazing. I took my whole family and we all amazing. went to Pondicherry. That's a different story, okay. but. Um, um, it was an honor firstly it was really lovely because I've always had a lot to say mm -hmm. and to be given a platform to do that yes. was wonderful yes uh, the bit about um, so I in my TEDx talk I mentioned about somebody I had had a contact with I think three years ago mm. and this person had just written to me and left this very uh, strange text in my DMs that said mm. uh, thanks for your words that gave me a little more time on earth. Yes. I wouldn't name him, yeah. but he was a boy based in Chandigarh. Okay. And I was in office. I, I was I was living in Mumbai at that time. And uh, the moment I saw that text, I was on, I had just reached office. Mm -hmm. I got into this panic mode. I couldn't, I, I just, I didn't understand what he meant. So yeah. I just quickly messaged and I just mm -hmm. wanted a confirmation that, I really hope it's not what I think it is. Yes. And um, that boy really, I mean, I'm glad he spoke to me because he mm -hmm. said that I'm having suicidal tendencies. Um, and I just started calling these suicide helplines and mm. people I knew in Chandigarh. So um, a, a couple of friends, whoever I thought could just reach this boy or do something yeah. about it because I, I didn't know if I was the only person who knows it. I mean, yeah. What if you're the only one who's being yes. informed and yes. you don't do anything about it? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I got really scared. I called up my parents and I asked them, what should I do with him? And they mm -hmm. said, you know, just alert as many people as you can in Chandigarh. We'll also try to do that. Yes. But very 
but very sweetly enough that this boy wanted to talk to me mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. what i find very very gratifying and i feel that is mm-hmm. i mean i just feel like it's a blessing that i could talk yes. to that person he felt yes. like talking to me mm-hmm. so he wanted to talk to me he felt like i had answers to his questions and okay. he was uh, he was uh, i think a young college guy and i was mm-hmm. just out of college mm-hmm. and i mean, i'm not somebody who is a professional um, you know mental health practitioner or a psychiatrist or a psychologist mm-hmm. or a counselor so i was giving him all these things that you know nothing in life is big enough to you know claim your own life Absolutely. so i was just giving him all these generic uh, mm-hmm. things but it just helped pacify him and i just mm-hmm. understood that my digital aura maybe looks like i have it all figured out that i <laughs> i'm so like i'm some baba who confused person herself mm. so uh, i i had to just act the part then yes. maybe that's that's what it, that's what it all was about yes. spoke to him for a couple of weeks later forced mm. him to go to for therapy mm-hmm. um spoke to him on the phone it was scary mm-hmm. um but it was worth it because i mm-hmm. still sometimes get in touch with him now mm-hmm. um he's a little embarrassed now to talk about it but um <laughs> Yeah. He's, 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 yeah. So um I don't know if I'm the one who stopped it. I don't take credit for it, but I just feel mm. like that experience for me is very mm. um it was an inflection point. Like it's a huge thing for me to have experienced yeah. something like this and yes. just you know even from a phone screen to know that somebody mm-hmm. feels strongly about or feels so has so much trust or faith in what you can do for them that's mm. insane right absolutely so after that or i make sure that any piece of information any sort of resources that i'm putting out mm-hmm. is completely fact checked is completely um um like not offensive to anybody that i'm putting out sort of trigger warnings for people wow mm-hmm. that's like some passage yeah. happening with that <laughs> but uh, yeah like um i'm just a more responsible content creator on the internet after yes. incidents like these mm-hmm. a lot of people it's very sad that a lot of people on an almost everyday basis write to me with issues mm-hmm. and a lot of these are about not getting the love and respect from their partners mm-hmm. it's sad mm-hmm. that such young people and these are mostly if i could give you like a profile of these people these are mostly aged below 20 22 years of age so sad so yeah and i just direct them to a professional counselor mm-hmm. because and i have the resources on my site which are about um, people who can help out young people who are lgbtq friendly mm-hmm. and who are not going to charge you a very high fee so it's going mm-hmm. to be a sliding amount or a nominal fee okay. and uh, the idea is to connect them to actual mental health practitioners who can give them medical advice mm-hmm. what is also very difficult or um, i mean disturbing to see on the internet is that content creators have assumed the role of also being mental health practitioners yes, so they yes. are giving out advice of what they think is correct or yes. what they have seen in their experiences whereas yes. the primary rule of giving mental health advice is that you don't assume anything from your experiences or you mm-hmm. don't assume or judge people based on what you have you have experienced in your life mm-hmm. so that kind of 
is the first violation per se mm. and the fact that people really understand that psychiatry psychology mm-hmm. are actual scientific medical fields yes that need to be given the kind of attention they require yes so yes. a disturbing fact so social media is great to start a conversation or engage but please know where to stop yes and please know that you are here only to tell people to go see a doctor you don't start treating people even though you've had fever you won't start giving people that's um, right you know the same medicines that you had that's right because your fever and my fever is very different yes. could be very different absolutely so yeah very very long answer but i just i'm just <laughs> that's all right so i loved the part you know where i um, understood or where i figured out that you are already you know such young such a young girl and you are being connected by people of your age usually we have this notion in our mind that okay somebody very elderly can only give us the right advice but that you have broken mm-hmm. the notion there and you have played a part a very crucial part in many people's life and you know sometimes it's just Uh, somebody the people want to speak to somebody it's just the vent buddy will look for and only we talk to somebody somebody out of our uh, family member where we might not get open so much where we might not open up so much so uh, i mm-hmm. believe that you know it's not always a proper proper treatment that you need but sometimes you just need somebody to listen to me and when you went out the whole thing you already start feeling light so on that note yes so you've been the vent buddy for many of them and that is such a noble noble thing i would say so if you can you know stop one person from taking an extreme i believe each life is very very precious be it you of know uh, uh, be it the smallest of the insects so but uh, if you can save uh, you know even even one person from you know, taking an extreme step that is you like you've got that boon if you have if your art can do that that is a very big thing so uh, now we with those heavy talks we are going to move towards a relatively lighter round so i have this round uh, in my show which is something like rapid fire round now the only can you that i'm not going, giving out any hampers though I'm sorry. Are. I will Karan Johar feels yes on a hamper coffee hamper. Even But if okay. I give you out a hamper it it is going to contain sanitizer and mask and all those things you would yeah. want them. So uh the only condition here to Ina is you don't have time to think. So it's very much like that uh, कुछ कुछ होता है मूवी वेयर आई से द वर्ड एंड यू हैव टू गिव मी एन आंसर यू डोंट हैव टाइम टू थिंक ओके फॉर इट ऑल ट्राइट सो लेट्स डू दिस लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन यू बिन लिसनिंग टू अस फॉर क्वाइट सम टाइम एंड दिस इज द फन राउंड दैट वी हैव इन कारवा द लाइव जाइव सो तोहिना यू रेडी यस आई एम ओके सो योर फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज योर फेवरेट राइटर आ चित्रा बनर्जी दिवाकर उन्हें ओके फेवरेट कलर पर्पल आई एम वेयरिंग इट यू आर वेयरिंग इट एंड इट रियली सूट्स यू फेवरेट फूड फ्राइज ओके आई वांट इन इंडियन एंड आई वांट इन कॉन्टिनेंटल ओके आई मीन कॉन्टिनेंटल ओके फ्राइज आर लाइक यूनिवर्सल सो प्लीज काउंट इट इन ओके और इफ आई वांट टू गिव अनदर थिंग दैट इज फ्राइज इट वुड बी 
I these are all snacks, okay? So mm. a plate of nachos, like baked nachos. Okay, something um, like I'm looking for something very very Indian. Chole like. Sorry. Chole bhature. Chole bhature. That's the one I was kind of looking for. Delhi okay. person. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite movie, Hindi and English. Okay, English is The Shawshank Redemption. Ah, mine too. Hindi is Hindi is. I think Tamasha. Tamasha? Are you talking? Or uh, can you? I am Jasmine. Oh, okay. Uh, they pick up at the corn and Ranbir. Yeah, the corn. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. That didn't pick up yeah. really well in the in the market. I mean, in the at the box office, but it was a very deep movie. A profound. It was. Movie. It had like there are people who love that film and there are people who don't understand no, that yes, film. Yes, there's no in like between. It. You know, either it's a it's yeah. love, love. It's hate, hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but I love that film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, favorite actor uh, Hindi English and favorite actress Hindi English. Oh, boy! So, very detailed. I don't. I don't know. Uh, like a main. Okay, I'll just like, simplify it for you. Favorite actor and favorite actress. I'm simplifying it for you. Favorite actor and okay. favorite actress. Okay. So, okay. I really think Ranbir is a great actor. Kapoor. Um, Ranbir Kapoor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's a great, great actor. Hmm. Um. I also loved Nawazuddin. Loved Irfan. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I love? Uh, I I love Tipika. I love Meryl Streep. Okay. And I also love Priyanka. Okay. Yeah. I don't love her probably for her acting, but I just love her as a person. So. Yeah, the way <laughs> she's doing in her career, you mean? बुक्स luxury <laughs> just to be able to read them is such a luxury okay life happens to everyone passion <laughs> what you're alive for beauty is not in the eyes of the beholder it's in you <laughs> oh that is a good one love love is everything right love is what you are living for <laughs> absolutely passion and love passion and love and my last question this is just added i have just added this from my side who's your crush <laughs> <laughs> you have a crush yeah. on somebody who's my crush yeah i wish to no not really like mm. a celebrity crush oh i have this i have this writer crush on someone okay who's that so there is this woman whose book i'm reading her name is gia tolentino okay and she's written this book called trick mirror and okay. i just started reading it and okay. I, i have been admiring how she's written it i just okay. hope bhagwan i hope someday i can write like this girl because wow. it's just wonderful so i have a huge 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 right of crush on her i would like to steal all her like gray matter <laughs> like one a brain transplant Wow! Amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm going to look for that book, and I will try to, you know, get my hands Please on. Yes. 
absolutely and now uh, doina i've come to know that you are uh, multilingual you know a lot of languages so i have one line for you one sentence for you which you have to translate in as many language you can are you up for it okay Okay, sure. So now, since it is in English, so English is out of question. Uh, other languages you can try out, and the line goes something like, "Art does different things to different people." Okay, so kala alag alag logo ke liye alag alag chize karti hain. Okay. Or kora bibin lokon ko pay bibin kamo kare. That's in Oriya. Okay. And Bengali, I am not so I am not like. I understand Bengali. I can even write it, but I can't speak it very fluently. Okay. So I am not going to take a shot at Bengali because <laughs> she just butchered the language. So I'm not going to do that. Okay. And I, I, yeah. uh, uh, what I know of uh, Bengali is and Oriya, they're quite similar. If I'm not wrong, Oriya right. and yeah, they're quite similar. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, but like a certain couple of like words are very different in those, and the mm. and the like, just a jol khabo in Bengali is not how we say it in Odia. It's like pani pibu. So, I mean, it's oh. it's different. Like it's more okay. similar to Hindi here. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to butcher Bengali and not have like hate comments. <laughs> so no problem. Not taking it. You can yeah. take that luxury and not butcher the language because we have many Bengali listeners. I'm sure. Anyway. Yeah. So moving on. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is your own favorite quote? You've written so many. What is your favorite? The most favorite. Um. Wow. What. um okay uh, let me just give me one second yeah, yeah, i sure. have it yeah sure i think there are so many and i don't really like um judge or analyze when mm-hmm. you when i'm writing but i think there's one which says um what eats you whole mm-hmm. leaves you hungry oh so wow i hope that's beautiful that Yeah, so anything that consumes you is the one that leaves you wanting more. Absolutely. And I think that's oh my god, god. that is yeah. deep. That oh. is deep. Okay, so now yeah. we are almost heading towards the end of uh, our show, and I have two things to do with you. First, to all our budding writers, art lovers, what is one message that would you would like to convey? And second, I hope you have thought of some song which you're going to sing for our uh, listeners. Oh, yeah, I have. Okay. So the first thing I'll say to anyone who's writing, whether mm-hmm. it is on the internet or mm-hmm. otherwise, mm-hmm. or anybody who's creating art, mm-hmm. is that art is not just um, creativity. It's not just um, you playing around with the medium or yes. the tools mm-hmm. and creating something. It has to have a message. It has to have a depth. It has to have something that you really really feel strongly about tied into it to have that sort of impact on people real art is communicative it it helps other people have an emotional or a sensory um experience when they look at your work or they read it or they absorb it yes. so i think what's important is not to start with the exhibitionism part of it which yes. is to say ki you start showcasing it first mm-hmm, yes. i think do the soul searching do the groundwork do the um, i mean it's not easy but it's required so yes. first when you start out with anything if you're writing 
please understand what do you want to say it could be the simplest of experiences i'm sure every single person in their lives has had a string of experiences that they feel very um, strongly about and they feel could really change the way the world understands emotions romances so start with the groundwork start with working on yourself yes of course in the process please work on your language as well it's an ongoing thing it never stops yes but uh, when you put it all together let it not just be based on one experience let it not just be on one breakup one person let it be a collective you could have your heart broken you could have had failures how do you say it in a way that's never been said before yes that's what that yes so please don't go by cliches it's easy to yes. be uh, fooled by looking at social media that cliches are the only way to win or succeed mm-hmm. but most talented artists have been underappreciated in their time yes and i would just say that um if you ever have something to say please say it in a way that's really you know core and real to you i think absolutely. that communicates and that absolutely. just speaks to people volumes absolutely so, yeah that's my advice and um yeah and what do you say to, also coming to the song which is a song you're going to sing for us okay so um one of my favorite hindi films jab bhi met has this song ah so i'm going to sing that yay so listeners up for that Tuina is going to sing a song for us all over today. I hope I hope you don't have to have your ears bleeding but okay <laughs> don't worry we'll cut that part if it's bad. Let me just like crop this bit out where I'm doing this all awkward and weird and Not at all okay. please go ahead you've got such a sweet voice Oh bhai you're very encouraging Na hai ye पाना खोना तेरा ना होना जाने something great is going to happen and you uh, under talk about it no no it's not going to be that nice huh? <laughs> and then no, you is <laughs> no because i don't want to get people's hopes up and um i'm not like a singer this is so i really don't this is my best side to showcase <laughs> you you I know just, you know we have most of the singers who don't practice in the industry now they just come up with something and they sing anything i i don't know but i've been feeling this a lot that yes. for so long i've not had like a bollywood song which i've just loved love love to bits it's just too much dick chak dick chak and it's just i don't like it <laughs> 
absolutely please come down to say hi and we'll keep in touch okay Definitely. tata bye bye have a great sunday enjoy your lunch are you having march for lunch no yaar no not <laughs> Okay. Yeah, today the Valentine's Day is going on, so oh. no one's there to cook. Oh my! <laughs> I have to God. go back to like cleaning and all. That's why I'm sitting on the floor. Also. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. All right. Salut. Happy Diwali, Safai, and Tada! Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Lovely talking to you.